Hello everyone this is Ashish welcome back to Momentum podcast today i'm having with me Vinod Dattu Salia sir i have been following him for a long time matter of fact i found his one of his interviews the first time when i was an undergraduate only and at that time in 2013 2014 you could find very less amount of guidance available online and in one of those i found his interview he is all india rank 1 in gate 2013 mechanical engineering he is also all india rank 3 in indian space research organization same year the same year he is also all india rank 4 an engineering services examination but chose his passion of aerospace engineering went to iisc bangalore and did his masters in aerospace engineering before even he started his preparation for gate examination or competitive examinations he was a marine engineer he was what do we actually call it sir merchant navy actually we call it yeah merchant that's, navy that's what the name most most of the people actually know with but uh, actually the degree is marine engineering yeah okay he did a course uh, i mean btech in marine engineering from meri that is marine engineering research institution which comes under jadavpur jadavpur university and uh, that's he's having a tremendous amount of work experience when it comes to practicality of mechanical engineering i don't think there is any parallel to him and uh, now he's teaching also he is currently working in ge he has been working over there for 6 years now he started working over there right after he got his masters in 2015 from iisc bangalore and has been working till now he is also an educator currently he teaches in an academy loves teaching he is also having a long teaching career i think 4 to 5 years he has been teaching since 2017 guys you are extremely lucky to have him i'm extremely lucky i all of a sudden once got a message from sir and i could not believe that sir would actually message me <laughs> and i said that it might be someone who is coming over here with a fake name but it turned out that no it is actually vinod sir and i told him sir i'm a huge fan yes sir welcome to momentum podcast uh, thank you ashish uh, it's been actually a pleasure as well uh, on 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 your platform to interact with the people uh, maybe uh, the young minds who are thinking of uh, going for the research or they are going for the higher studies maybe i hope uh, as yeah. as we had discussed maybe it will give a lot of uh, benefit to those students they might get motivated from it and uh, probably it will give me a lot of uh, pleasure as well so that uh, mm-hmm. um, i can i can maybe if if i am able to inspire somebody uh, to take up uh, the engineering uh, actually the career and then uh, do the research in these fields so i think that will yeah. be a good uh, thing nowadays we see like lot of uh, lot of engineers are inclined towards the job only but uh, the passion or yes. uh, the the, the Uh, the beauty of doing the research is way different than doing the job only yeah yes uh you guys have seen one of the momentum podcast in which akash sagi sir was here actually vinod sir was his senior one year senior in the same college of iisc bangalore and sir is highly research oriented he could have gotten mechanical also in iisc bangalore obviously he was rank 1 but he was inclined towards aerospace engineering that is why he left his job that is why he prepared for competitive examination and that is what he ended up doing he could have gotten the best psus he could have easily gotten into engineering services he could have gotten into isro also which i remember you saying sir you wanted to do that you actually talked to isro to please delay my 
admission or delay my joining date but yes, they did exactly. not allow and exactly. that was the reason you were not able to join yes yes, yes exactly uh, i All was exactly. i was into my second year when uh, i got the call from isro mm-hmm. and then i said mm-hmm. uh, uh, to the directors that uh, i have been doing my uh, masters it's already one year i have mm-hmm. uh, like very few courses uh, remaining so if you maybe give me 6 months more time i will uh, finish up uh, my mtech mm. because uh, that's a that's a thing which i have always dreamt of doing it's an adept mm-hmm. uh, qualification it will help me a lot and there is no point mm-hmm. in uh, like uh, leaving the mtech when uh, you have already finished like half of it but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. then i then i got a uh, like reply from the director that uh, mm-hmm. the, the vacancy is uh, for somebody who can take up the job right away uh, so then mm-hmm. i said uh, sir i may not be able to join it because i i don't want to uh, sacrifice that one year and uh, let go of that isc offer because i see yeah. something which uh, you which you get after doing lot of hard work it's not not an mm-hmm. easy job to be there So if I'm yes. getting and it is not an easy job completing <laughs> one year at ISC, right? Exactly, <laughs> it is a exactly. difficult one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but you did it. I think that there were sure some pathways after you did M Tech from ISC Bangalore to get into ISRO also from other means. For example, on the basis of your masters, could you have done that? Uh, I could. Are have there done. ways? Uh, there, there are ways. Uh, so basically, there are vacancies uh, which comes hmm. up in ISRO, which are only for the masters student. Mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. since as as i we discussed already that uh, yeah. uh, i after doing my uh, mtech i went to one of the mncs which is ge yeah. uh, there yeah. the job which i was doing was uh, really good i was uh, designing mm-hmm. the aircraft engines and i was yeah. uh, getting a lot of exposure into the design thing so i felt really good and uh, uh then i decided yaar yeah, it's okay to continue in this field because uh, uh mm-hmm. whatever i will get in isro the exactly same thing i am getting over here as well and uh, yeah, the yeah. job profile was really good it was awesome i used to design uh, the aircraft engines i have mm-hmm. my signatures on one of the most efficient aircraft uh, that has been mm-hmm. designed by the uh, by the company mm-hmm. uh, it's with the name yeah. leap so i was mm-hmm. really happy over there so then i didn't uh, like uh, take up uh, for going for isro again even isro would not be able to give you a better job profile because your selection in isro was uh, earlier based on btech only no so after you have done mtech exactly. from isc exactly. the profile yeah. that these companies are going to give you like pure research hardcore yes. right yes exactly yeah. right explain a little bit about your work at g what what does g actually produce obviously it produces a lot of things but mainly inclined towards engines okay so aircraft engines uh, guys if if uh, you see the profile of g g is basically uh, general electric and uh, if uh, if you don't know this is a company which was started by uh, thomas elva edison it's a very uh, old company and uh, it has got many segments like uh, it has got g aviation g power uh, then in power we have oil and gas energy so there are many departments g healthcare is also there and the the main emphasis of uh, g is uh, to be the leading uh, technology giants in terms of uh, uh, machines so if you see g aviation they design almost uh, the 70% of the engines that you see on the aircrafts today uh, the commercial aircrafts 
they are mm-hmm. designed by GE. Okay, so uh, they are GE engines. GE is one of the leading uh, manufacturers of aircraft engines. Uh, not only the uh, civil aviation, but military aircrafts also. So uh, most of you might not even know that uh, LCA Tejas, uh, the engine which this indigenous aircraft LCA Tejas has, it's basically a GE engine. Okay, so GE mm-hmm. has a lot of uh, uh, experience in designing the gas turbines. Uh, very high, uh, like lot of volume of aircraft engines and the gas turbines are designed by GE. So that is one uh, one segment uh, which is GE Aviation. Uh, there are other segments like GE Power, uh, which designs the steam turbines. So I hope most of you know about the steam turbines. Coal power plants are there which uses steam turbines and uh, also uh, wind uh, wind turbines are also designed by GE. So uh, we are into a lot of uh, uh, products like uh, the technology things. If you see uh, most of uh, healthcare machines like the CT scans, x-rays, uh, they are also designed by GE. So next time when you visit a hospital, if you uh, visit hospital and in case if you happen to see some of the machines, uh, try to see the logo on those CT scans. Probably you will find that those will be uh, like G machines. So they are All they right. are technology giants. Yes, they are almost in everything from the top technologies to the lower, smaller technologies. Also, they are in everything. Yeah, sir. Uh, before we get into that, let us come to your beginnings. Obviously, you graduated in two thousand and nine, and after that, you had a three long year of experience as a merchant navy in merchant navy. The thing that I want to highlight is right after that, you dropped out to prepare for gate examination, mm-hmm. and you said that my experience, three years experience over there, helped me to understand mechanical engineering in a much better manner. And when I was preparing for gate examination, it's almost like whatever you're teaching, I've already seen everything. The compressor, the pump, the turbines you're teaching yes, over there, yes. I already have opened it up with my own bare hands. I know what it is all made up of. And it helped you a lot in understanding the subject. So how much emphasis will you put to the practicality of a subject of having a practical experience? So in preparing Ashish, of competition yes, yes. Uh, so Ashish, there are two aspects the one is uh, when we know the theory of a subject so uh, mostly first we learn the theory and then we start mm-hmm. working so we apply that mm-hmm. theory over there so uh, that mm-hmm. is basically a learning curve that anybody has uh, any graduate who's uh, an engineer they have it uh, it happened with me as well I uh, I learned a lot of theory in my college uh, graduation and I applied that theory on the uh, on the field like when I was in Merchant Navy I was on board ships where I used to do a uh, lot of maintenance work of all the machineries which is there on the ship so ship has mm-hmm. got uh, the whole machinery set which you can e- even think of so whatever you study in mechanical engineering not only mechanical engineering electrical engineering hydraulics so all of machines are there so once uh, I was there on board the ship, I used to do the maintenance of these machinery. So uh, when you see a machinery, when you are doing the maintenance, basically uh, when, when you are doing the maintenance, you open that machine, you see all the parts, you see how they behave, how they work, what are the, what are the damages which you can expect from them and what, what is the normal maintenance that you have. So uh, maybe I, did, I didn't study uh, all of these machines in my uh, graduation or in my college days but once I went there 
I saw these machines and then I read manuals of these machines. I I saw their principle, how they are working, how how these things operate, what will be the uh, the maintenance schedules and everything about these machines. So I had a lot of practical experience in these three years, uh, which which is really hard to get. And once I came back from there, so when, when I was on board the ship, I used to, in three years almost, I explored everything on board the ship. I have opened almost all the machines uh, that you can think of. Okay, not only the mechanical, electrical as well. We used to have transformers, we used to have generators, uh, we used to have many motors, we used to have electronic circuitry. So everything was there and it was uh, available. Whenever there is a fault, you are ready uh, to rectify it. So I used to yeah. do a lot of, lot of stuff over there. And when I came back for preparation, so uh, on board the ship, I decided that uh, I, I will not continue on this uh, for the for all of my life because I think I can use your my use my mind in uh, doing the better things like designing uh, these components. So over there I was doing only the uh, the maintenance part. But yeah, when I okay. have the capability of designing the things, when I can see mm -hmm. the physics, why not design yeah. these components? Okay, yes. so then I decided. So, yeah, then then I decided that I'll go go back and prepare for these exams. Okay, so the day you left or put your resignation letter down and your job, then what was the thought process that I'm going to leave and do what? So at that time, it was uh, not very clear, not very certain. Uh, mm -hmm. it, the, the year when I decided to quit uh, before that year, a few of my college friends, they appeared for engineering services exam. So I appeared for engineering services exam in 2013. Uh, these okay. guys, they appeared for uh, engineering exam in 2012 and uh, mm. uh, I went to uh, meet these guys. So I came back from the ship and then I, uh, th those are my really good friends. So I went to mm. meet them and then they said that uh, the, the opportunities that you will get uh, once you come out from there are immense. So I would like to mention you over here, uh, 2012 mechanical engineering uh, ESE topper Harimon Dubey, he is my batchmate, he is very good uh, friend of mine, we have spent four years together. Not only the, mm -hmm. not only the, uh, like topper, I had five, five of my friends within under 20 ranks. So it gave okay. me a lot of courage that yeah, um, mm -hmm. these guys, they have cracked it very, with very good ranks. So why can't mm -hmm. I do it? It's better if they are saying that the pro pros prospects are more, prospects are better mm -hmm. than let's let's give it a try let's uh, mm -hmm. let's uh, move on and and appear for once for the exam and if uh, like if if we really do good then probably i can uh, like uh, do whatever mm -hmm. i want and that's what these people also suggested uh, that mm -hmm. uh, the prospect as compared to the ship as are really good outside you can do mm -hmm. whatever you want in terms of research in terms of uh, like job also uh, if you want mm -hmm. to be an entrepreneur, then also you can be there. So then I decided that, okay, let's give it a try. If, if nothing mm -hmm. happens, then that job is all, uh, it's all there. Maybe we can go back. Yeah, you so, can come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. After having three years experience, obviously they'll take you back for your experience. Exactly. Other yeah. than that, sir, when you, when you left, uh, was it in your head that I'm going to do masters from ISC when you started your preparation? So when I started my preparation, it was not there. Uh, okay. basically but I, you developed it 
basically i i thought of uh, going for engineering services exam because uh, people uh, they told me more about engineering services exam so in terms yes, of yes, job yes. i saw more but once i was preparing at that time i decided that uh, instead of going for engineering services exam if i go for masters maybe the mm-hmm. offers are very lucrative over there and that is the reason yeah. why i just after giving the gate exam i almost left mm-hmm. the preparation for engineering services exam because i was okay. almost almost certain that i will go for gate because uh, the day i appeared yeah. for the exam i knew that i am going to go to iish so yeah in that time uh, engineering services used to happen in 3 days in june and gate exactly. examination used to be in february so you'll have yeah. to fresh start your preparation for engineering services but still even though you almost left you still made it to all india rank what was that for it, right it in engineering services actually yeah. so it was in the month of may that uh, somebody suggested me that uh, hmm. by the time your engineering services exam joining will come it will be 2 years Yes, yes, so yes. No point. There will be no point in uh, leaving the exam when you have already prepared for it. Then I said, okay, yeah. let's give it a try. And then for one month, I continued my preparation. That's exactly what actually happened with Akash Thagi sir. He completed his masters and then joined the engineering services job that he had cracked two years ago. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Now also it is. I mean, when we cracked in two thousand and seventeen, I got into BARC. My friend got an All India rank of. Uh, 15 in that mm-hmm. year only okay. and he joined when my BARC training school was over, over so it yeah. took one complete year exactly, but exactly. now it is still very fast compared to what it used to happen at that time all right sir but after all let us focus on the all india rank 1 like okay rank 2 rank 3 it is good rank 4 it is good but 1 is like a golden goose that is something <laughs> there's a huge difference between rank 1 and rank 2 what do you say when someone asks that how do i become rank 1 in any competitive examination so uh, there has been uh, like there, there are many points which come to my mind when people ask uh, what what it takes to be rank 1 Mm-hmm. but the most important which i feel uh, like if you want to secure rank 1 then there are uh, basically two things that you need one is uh, you should be very keen or you should be very focused on your concepts there mm-hmm. should be no compromise with your concepts there should be no second thought of understanding the concept like uh, mugging up if you don't understand you mug it up you uh you learn the equations or something you uh, mug up the numericals uh, that is the worst thing that you can think of so whenever you think of concept until and unless it gets into your head until and unless you feel it you should never leave it because yes. if if you don't uh, get it if you mug it up then probably what will happen is uh, at the time when you are sitting in the exam if that question comes then it is all gone because uh, that question mm-hmm. would uh, leave you nowhere uh, you will have uh, that question attempted wrong and gate exam is something like uh, if if you lose one mark then uh, it's all gone because it's like it's, 500 to 1000 ranks if yes, one yes, mark yes. is lost yes and yeah. and the second second thing which uh, i feel is uh, which is more important is the focus you should be very focused uh, if you know that you have to crack this exam uh then you have to think only of one thing and that is to get a best rank maybe the first you have to be focused only on the first rank agar if if you think of something else then probably 
um, like you are sailing mm-hmm. in the two boats uh, not exactly focused on the one target yeah that is what a lot of people do not understand a lot of people think that this competitive examination is a rat race and another problem is that the experience that they have had with the semester examination has trained them only for one thing that is mugging up more mugging and more up, yeah. most of the colleges that is the situation and i was preparing for gate examination when i was undergraduate also so i had some idea that mugging up is not going to work when i got into coaching institute but i was shocked to see so many people who just got out of college preparing for gate for the first time and they do the same thing that they have done for the semester examination and they fail miserably like they have prepared for one year seriously and still cannot even qualify gate examination because their whole direction of preparation was completely different the second thing that you said that yes you have to be very focused in hindi if you can say that it is like tapasya or it is like agnipat you have to walk on this with high amount of focus in that time when you are preparing you cannot think about anything else that is the one and only thing that should be going on in your head but sir i also want to ask that this is something that a lot of people do not know because I've talked to a lot of toppers and I've been a topper also at one examination and people who actually become the toppers are not the ones who started their preparation thinking that I'm going to get rank 1 so tell me what you say on that because when you started preparation were you saying that I'm going to become rank 1 in gate examination or were you saying that I'm just going to do my best no um so that the uh, as as i already told you that uh, i had my friends those who had secured the mm-hmm. top ranks maybe uh, they were within under 20 so five people were there and so i was certain that mm-hmm. i can get the best rank i can think mm-hmm. of because uh, we mm-hmm. we as a friend we have seen each other for the last four years maybe we knew each other well yeah. the way they used to study mm-hmm. the way i used to study so uh, we knew in and out of uh, everyone and when i i went mm-hmm. there the only thing that they said is uh, you have to focus on your studies and believe me you can uh, secure the best rank so maybe i might mm-hmm. have not uh, think of the first rank but certainly i thought that i am mm-hmm. going to get uh, the single digit rank somewhere in my mind it was yeah. there that uh, if i if i get uh, the first rank i can get it i knew that i can get it yeah. because uh the mm-hmm. advantage that i had compared to others was those three golden years because i have seen yes, all yes, the yes, machines yes. and everywhere mm-hmm. so once i mm-hmm. used to read the theory again i could feel the mm-hmm. machines now i could feel them working yep. how they are moving uh, there mm-hmm. are many difficult concepts which uh, students don't understand until and unless they see it but i have already seen mm-hmm. those machines so that yes, was yes, the yes. biggest uh, like uh, thing that i had in my mind mm-hmm. but guys i i always say that it is not absolutely necessary that you have to be first ranker mm-hmm. only if you have the experience every mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. every year if you see the top 10 rankers maybe 90% of them uh, they uh, they are not experienced they are fresh out of the college they don't even have they yes. might have not even opened their bike any time or they might have not even opened yeah in gate 2017 exactly. rank 1 was a fresher yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so every year it's, so it's like that only yeah yeah so that's what i want to focus more on like yeah believing that you can be rank 1 is good running after rank 1 is actually it can be harmful for you because then you will be greedy exactly. for that and maybe you are going to make a lot of mistakes because of running after 100 marks you might end up getting 80 exactly, or less than exactly. that right It's, because you are going to make a lot of silly happens. mistakes 
ऑल राइट या ओके देन यू क्रैक गेट एग्जामिनेशन विथ ऑल इंडिया रैंक वन द रिजल्ट मस्ट हैव कम आउट समवेयर इन मार्च एंड टिल देन इसरो एग्जामिनेशन वॉज ओवर और इसरो एग्जामिनेशन ऑल्सो जनरली हैपन्स आफ्टर गेट नाउ yeah it was it was in april yeah but by now you are also very very confident that you want to do masters only so isc i know is the first among all the other institutes like in iis sorry iits and iist iist is the first to give out notification so you must have gotten out there and registered right taken exactly, admission over yeah. there and what about aerospace engineering why did you choose aerospace engineering over mechanical so engineering so i i tell you there is very interesting story ashish about it Hmm. So ISRO actually uh, I had a dream of working for ISRO when I was in college I mm-hmm. like uh, after 12th class I wanted to go for aerospace engineering uh, but in IIT mm-hmm. I could not get uh, good rank so I did not get aerospace so then I decided to join uh, that college because it was through I, uh, IIT only uh when i was in my mm-hmm. college at that time i used to think a lot about isro i had always thought of uh, working for isro and in 2009 mm-hmm. when i was in fourth year i had appeared for isro return i cleared the isro yeah. return i went for my interview mm-hmm. my interview was in delhi and at that time okay. uh, vssc director was there to conduct the interviews Okay, at that time, in, who was the director? In two thousand nine, I don't remember, but uh, he was there. Uh, so okay. uh, there was a panel mm-hmm. of around twelve to thirteen people. They were uh, there there yes. in Delhi, mm-hmm. and then the day mm-hmm. uh, I went over there and I went for document verification. And when I went for document verification, at that time they told mm-hmm. me that your degree is not actually mechanical engineering. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And okay. we cannot uh-huh. we cannot allow you to uh, go for higher SRO interview. so they didn't allow me to appear okay. for it so okay. then but in 2013 they did no, allow you no but i'll tell you so right? then i went to do for an additional uh, be in mechanical engineering so that in 2013 i did uh, be mechanical as well from institution of indian engineers india so th- that took me around 3 years so i have an additional degree which is be mechanical and in 2013 was it part time the actually this is not a part time uh, it's a institution which is basically giving uh, an equivalent degree uh, to the diploma students Based on so some exams. diploma students they come so this is an equivalent degree so for that you have to appear for okay. uh, 9 papers if you clear those 9 papers mm-hmm. then you uh, you are given an additional equivalent degree so if you see in I- just appear in exams yes, right yes. just appear in exams no, no classes. classes okay so 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 i i i prepared for those exams those are really tough exams i must say uh, those are of the level mm. of engineering services exam i i i believe it okay. uh, when when i had appeared for uh, the gate my the the first rank which i secured in the gate at that time i had appeared for these exams and i failed in uh, production so i could not I could okay. not even score thirty three out of hundred. So that is what is the level of these exams. So it this was really okay. tough. But uh, I cleared actually. I got uh, very high percentile in these exams. Uh, so then I had additional mechanical, and then when I went for okay, now you are eligible. When I went for ISRO interview in two thousand fourteen. So I told told okay. the panel that uh, this has happened with me in two thousand nine, and <laughs> I I like I went to get an additional degree, and then now I am here again. Uh-huh. So I always wanted to go for okay. ISRO. So there was no substitute. 
what attracted you about isro so it was not the isro it was basically uh, the aerospace field which i was very much excited uh, mm-hmm. to learn mm-hmm. uh, like mm-hmm. the designing uh, these engines these rockets uh, that's what fascinated mm-hmm. me and because of that region only i from the first day after my gate i knew that i'm going to go for aerospace no mechanical nothing mm-hmm. no iits i'm going to go in isc and i will okay. take only aerospace engineering all right sir let us talk a little bit about your experience in isc bangalore because very few people know what a different kind of institute isc bangalore is it is said that it is different from even all the iits in this country it is a premier level institute one that comes in the global ranking when it comes to research what was your experience because that is what you were running for a premier research oriented oriented institute and you finally got in there and how it felt a lot of people say that you can run for something but when you reach over there you might be unsatisfied and some people say that you run for something and you reach over there and you might find a lot more than what you expected which one was it for you so uh, rightly said ashish uh, iic is one of the most uh, premier institute and no doubt it is uh, said by most of the most of the people those who study over there I didn't know much about uh, IIC before uh, before the gate because I didn't have many friends in IICs but I heard from uh, the people like uh, the interviews that we are conducting uh, now uh, similar uh, like talks we had earlier uh, I used to see uh, those and when I saw those uh, talks at that time those those uh, people those who gave uh, uh, those glimpses about the IIC they said uh, it is going to be a wonderful experience and you are going to learn a lot but mm. as as we say like in the graduation level when we say you are going to learn a lot we are very confined to very limited learning but mm. once you go there uh, the second thing that you have said like you mm. get way more than what you have expected and that is what has happened with me as well when mm. i went over there when i started studying over there the level of teachers that we got and the support from those professors the research papers uh, all these facilities that you see uh, those are way beyond your knowledge so we mm-hmm. i i never expected that uh, on my first day of the college uh, dr kalam would come and address us oh, okay you yeah, saw him so he he came all to right. address us so it was really a thrilling experience and not only dr kalam there used to be mm-hmm. eminent scientists i have seen many nobel laureates uh, coming mm-hmm. over there and expressing their journey how they did it mm-hmm. what they did it so mm-hmm. it's it's a very different experience the level of exposure that you are going to get mm-hmm. is matchless none of the mm-hmm. other colleges can give you none of the mm-hmm. college in india maybe mm-hmm. they can give you such a exposure over there and also mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the knowledge uh, the people those uh, professors those who are there they are really supportive they are really talented people mm-hmm. i have seen many of the professors uh, working throughout the night and uh, you mm-hmm. go to them at 2 o'clock in the night and they are there to help you uh, i had one of my professor who was my guide in the first year Uh, mm-hmm. he used to call me any time and he said that even if it is 2 o'clock 4 o'clock mm-hmm. you come to my lab i will be over there and you mm-hmm. ask me anything so that is what mm-hmm. is the level of support that these people provide they are mm-hmm. highly talented people and the only thing that they know is the knowledge 
सो डे इन डे आउट दे दे आर हंग्री अबाउट द नॉलेज दे ट्राई टू लर्न मोर एंड मोर एंड देन दे टीच यू मोर एंड मोर सो इफ यू हैव एनी प्रॉब्लम इफ इट इज रियली गुड प्रॉब्लम यू विल सी दैट दोज पीपल विल बी मोर क्यूरियस टू सॉल्व योर प्रॉब्लम देन यू आर so so it's it's a very good very good experience it was uh, a remarkable experience i got a lot of support from these people and whatever i have learned in those two years uh, probably mm-hmm. i could have never learned it uh, if i was not in isc so yeah. that's what i feel and yeah. the professors act like that because like you said that they are hungry for knowledge so you asking question from them they are going to get an opportunity to explain something and in that also they are going to learn something more and that exactly. is why they are looking for it and it is not a job for them they are thirsty for it this is what makes them breathe every day and they are at this level because of this mentality and they do their best to breed this mentality in the young master student that come over here or the bachelor students or the phd students that come that is yeah. very important more than any thing else your surrounding will make you what you are and that is the best thing about isc like if you are into research if you are interested in that isc is your temple if you are over there there is no place better than that okay sir uh, but most people say that the courses of isc is very very difficult it is very different what is this difference that you can feel because you have been uh, in a top university while doing your btech also but you might be knowing what normal colleges teach like and what are the assignments like what are the judgments like what are the examination like how isc is so different than rest of the colleges in this country so uh, that's that's the that's very uh, good question in fact i must say and mm. uh, i would like to share my experience on uh, what are the exams are like what are the assignments are like so uh, these people when they conduct the exams or when they uh, give you the assignments um, they don't want you to just learn the theory so if a professor is teaching you navier stokes equation maybe that is one of the most complex equation that you can think of in fluid mechanics but that equation when they are teaching the uh, equation they will tell you how the equation have been derived and what are its application and now they want you to apply that equation to solve the real life problems so these people they are they are really working on some of the projects to solve uh, uh, solve the the the, uh, the complex difficulties or complex problems of uh, real world and mm-hmm. these problems they give you as an assignment to see whether you have learned something or not mm-hmm. okay so these assignments are really different uh, uh, they will be mostly the open book exams uh, assignments are something like a uh, uh, teacher will give you a problem and then he will say that submit it after 5 days you uh, use whatever the resources that you want on the internet also if you want to use it uh, use it exams are also like that uh, exams will be mostly open book exams where you are free to use any resource like the books uh, your notes uh, your pdfs whatever you want you use it the only yeah. thing is whether you understood the concept or not whether you can apply that concept or not So this is, is how real life problems are solved sir like if exactly, you are working exactly, yeah. you are not going to have a situation when you cannot refer books refer exactly. books refer yeah. google refer everything but come up with a solution to this problem right. that nobody has right. solved right yes, yes so right. solving a bookish problem is very very easy but easy. doing this 
would be the real task and that is what is actually required sir uh, talking to you i just thought about this that don't you think that rest of the institutes not only uh, bachelor's or master's institute but even schools uh, can learn how to actually teach and how to learn things and from isc the professors over there can guide other institutes to breed a better knowledge in students that that is the problem in our country mostly that the teaching system is wrong the way that we were taught mechanical engineering in the four years we did not learn it practically we did not understand it nobody actually emphasized on students actually enjoying the beautiful art that mechanical engineering is and that is happening only in one place in this country that is strikingly surprising that it is happening only in isc bangalore and i think the rest of the country can learn from that yeah yeah very teach. very very yeah. Uh, very true uh, like very true scenario Uh, mm-hmm. the way uh, the way we study in these top uh, colleges uh, not only mm-hmm. isc i must say that uh, i have encountered many people uh, those mm-hmm. who are uh, those who have studied in iits as well and they talk mm-hmm. about uh, it in iits as well so the top iits like iit bombay iit kanpur uh, these all mm-hmm. iits they have the same culture as that mm-hmm. of isc Okay. but one thing that i must say that uh, these people mm-hmm. they should uh, the, the schools the colleges they must learn from uh, the people those who are there in uh, these mm-hmm. colleges we have many nptel lectures uh, those who are on on the internet uh, which are over there probably yeah. the the professors in these colleges they must mm-hmm. refer to mm-hmm. these lectures they must yes. see these lectures and then mm-hmm. understand how uh, the, mm-hmm. the how beautifully these people are teaching uh, those concepts mm-hmm. uh, yeah. i have seen many nptel lectures where uh, that is the concept from a practical point of view yes where, yes uh, like i have seen many fluid mechanics lecture fluid mechanics is one of the branch uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, very difficult for many of the students to understand so yes. i have seen many professors uh, showing mm-hmm. you the fluid the way fluid moves they will make you feel it not mm-hmm. only understanding the equations but they will make mm-hmm. you feel it mm-hmm. so that is what is the beauty probably uh, if the professors in the colleges uh if they start uh, like watching these lectures mm-hmm. i hope uh, the environment in the colleges can be way different yeah 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 you brought out a very good actually you brought out the solution also that mhrd has done more than sufficient to teach everyone how to teach because they have come up with lectures in all the domains and if yes. you watch lectures on fluid mechanics by suman chakravarti sir or sk som sir who have made lectures on fluid mechanics and thermodynamics then obviously their level of teaching is like you can understand how things works you can understand the behind the scenes of how molecules are actually behaving the only thing that they can do more is also teach how to teach better or how to teach students in a practical manner maybe okay it is always not necessary to give them the content that this is what you have to study sometimes it is also very necessary to teach them how to study right that is also something which yes, is missing yes. out yes okay all right sir uh, we'll get into the placement scenario of isc bangalore how is it what are the companies that come over there what do people who are getting masters degree from isc are looking in future for prospects where do they go okay so uh, there is ashish there is one of very uh, like very wrong notion about isc many mm-hmm. of the students they say uh, that the placements of isc are not really good but guys this is a misconception 
let me give you a brief uh, scenario of the placements in IIC. Uh, many of the students, those who go to IIC for their masters, uh, believe me, 50% of them are going over there because they want to go for higher studies. They want to yeah. go for postdoc. Uh, they want to go for go for their PhDs. So more than 50% of the students, those who are in the IIC, they are not going after the placements because <laughs> you know you are in an institution which is uh, uh, ranked the best in country in form of research. So uh, IIC is known for research. Okay, if you are in that institution, probably you are not thinking of going for uh, placements after uh, your uh, MTech. <laughs> so you should yeah. be looking for a PhD from outside or PhD from ISC as well. Uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's also a very good option because ISC also has a great reputation in terms of PhD and postdoc. Uh, but most of the students, they go to uh, the top universities in the world like uh, Michigan, Massachusetts, Stanford, MIT. Uh, so these are the institutes where students after uh, doing the masters from ISC, they go. Coming to the placement scenario, so I, I have already told you more than 50%, they don't even sit for the placements. Remaining 50% student, if you see the strength of ISC mechanical branch, they don't have more than 20 students, not mm -hmm. more than 20 students. 20 would be the last limit. So if they yeah. have only 20 students, so there are basically 10 students, those who are sitting for placements. And there are many companies, those who visit uh, the campus, companies like uh, those those companies which visit over there, uh, they are same for mechanical and aerospace. Uh, they These companies, they, uh, they look for the people, those who have a background of mechanical engineering. Uh, aerospace is very similar to mechanical. Most of the people, you might not even be knowing that uh, the courses that you do in aerospace and mechanical are almost the same. Uh, the placements that you are going to get in the same companies uh, uh, that come over there. So in my time, the companies like Rolls-Royce, uh, General Electric, uh, Mahindra, uh, then DRDO, Eton, these are the companies, Altair, these are the companies which visited uh, the campus. Okay, and mm -hmm. uh, they almost recruited everybody. So almost all the students, those who sat for the placement, uh, they were recruited. The only thing is uh, 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 when when we see the placement scenario, when we see the placement data, in that data it will be highlighted that only fifty percent of the student uh, they they are placed. <laughs> but yeah, if you yeah. see the number, but... they are placed only because rest of the fifty students, fifty percent student, they didn't want to go for uh, the placements. Yeah. And placements are really good, guys. Uh, these companies which are coming to IIC, uh, the person who is going to recruit these people. He knows it, that they are the most brilliant people. They have cracked the exam. They are coming over there. They will be hungry for the knowledge. They will be really good in research. So these companies, those who come over there, they are mostly research oriented. They will put you in a program which is doing the research. They will not put you in a program where you are not doing anything. Because they know that if they put you over there, you are not going to survive over there uh, for two months and after two months you are going to go out. Yeah. So that's why these these companies, those who come over there, they know it mm -hmm. that you are the cream, you are the top students and mm -hmm. they have to put you in a research only because that is the field where you are, where you are the best and that is the field that you are going to satisfy your desire. So um, I am myself working in uh, one of the field where I am doing the research, where I am uh, doing the designing of the component, 
and that was the reason why i uh, went to these mncs and i didn't go for esc or isro Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is very true. Like fifty percent of the people who would not sit for the placements, they will get the world class recommendation of the top faculties who are recognized worldwide, and they can get into any of the top universities of this world. Rest of the fifty percent people will be having abundance of job. They can pick whatever they want, and they will go over there. And obviously, they will get a research profile. But you also were saying earlier that even. software companies like google and all will be allowing obviously computer science people will be allowed but even mechanical engineers and aerospace engineers will be allowed to sit over there if they are having coding skills they are having a good chance of getting selected over there as well right so yes. you can actually yes. choose later also right so that yeah. is also one of the opportunities all right so sir after that you got into general electrics you have had you have had 5 to 6 years long experience of working over there you must have a lot of information about aerospace engineering sir actually i wo- make another podcast it is called space cast where we talk about aerospace engineering rocket science and all that maybe okay. someday you can join over there and we can talk about a lot of technical stuff over there the audience over here on this podcast is mainly on how do i make my career so let us get into your isro interview isro written test and isro interview because that was your primary goal when you were preparing for competitive examination you were always very highly inclined towards research and indian space research organization is a dream for a lot of people in this country so talk a little bit about how you can become a scientist at indian space research organization you were all india rank 3 you could not join because you were doing masters and they did not allow extension but regardless of that when you were preparing you were preparing with a goal in your mind that you want to become a scientist in isro and you yeah. got rank 3 so tell me a little bit about the preparation strategy even though i've talked a lot about it it's always better to have a second perspective Okay okay yeah so yeah. when when we talk about uh, the written and the interview so uh, there is one thing that i uh, want to let my audience know that uh, selection in the isro is only based on your interviews so uh, written test is only for the qualification for interview and once you qualified for the interview uh your selection would be based on your performance in your interview okay so now let's talk about uh, these two uh, things which is one is the return and then other is the interview uh isro return is uh, mostly based on the pattern as that of uh, the gate so most of the students those who are appearing for the gate you will see that once you appear for isro interview the level of uh, the paper is almost same as that of uh, uh, gate uh the the only difference between uh, the paper between the gate and the isro is uh, isro is more inclined towards strength of material and material science uh, stuff so they ask lot of questions from so machine design and and uh, and the material science but the gate gate exam is very balanced paper uh, over there you will see that uh, the questions are very balanced uh, paper will be very balanced okay so that is one thing about uh, the written written is uh, of the same level as that of gate so if you are preparing for the gate then uh, i hope you will not feel any difficulty in clearing isro written but coming to the main point which is for the isro isro is uh, uh, recruiting based on interview only so once you mm-hmm. go there for interview guys this is going to be one of the best interviews you can think of you will see that the panel which is sitting over there 
uh, there there might be nine to ten people in the panel, and they are going to get the best out of you. So if you, they are going to test you. What is the knowledge depth of the knowledge that you have? They will start with very basics, and then uh, they will boil down their questions to uh, the levels where you uh, they they actually test your knowledge. What is the depth that you have? Okay. So in case of uh, ISRO interview, what I what I felt was. Uh, when i went to isro interview i was in my isc i was in uh, second year i was doing my um, like i was in first year i was uh, doing my mtech when i went over there uh, they asked me what are you doing now i said sir i am in isc bangalore so then they were excited yo hello let's <laughs> let's interview somebody who's uh, <laughs> like they're going to have fun something. so they 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 smiled i can i can see uh, the smile on their faces uh, so they might have thought okay let's uh, let's screw hmm. this guy up we have somebody who who can <laughs> whom we can ask the questions and then they started asking me about everything about what i was studying in isc not about what i have studied till uh, till the till the gate exam but what i am studying over there they straight away started with how does the rockets work how does the aircrafts work what is the design of a rocket why we use this fuel why we use that fuel and i was whole into my um, like iic so guys these people they are really talented people uh, they are going to know each and everything about you so mm-hmm. they will start they will always start with very basics but then they will test your depths what is the level of understanding that you have for the concept mostly mm-hmm. from the design so fluid mechanics uh, then machine design strength of material these are some of the some of their favorite topics so uh, that is what mm-hmm. they ask uh, there is one more thing that is very important uh, for them is the project uh, that you do in your college because uh, they they are going to put you under some projects and the way uh, the mm-hmm. projects are executed because these projects are real life problems you have to solve them you have to design new components so uh, these will be very new problems uh, one of its kind where they are going to see how you perform how you manage your project what are the things that you are going to do for your project so to get a flavor flavor of what you actually are they will try to mm-hmm. ask you yep. question from your project in the btech and then they will uh, try to judge you whether uh, you have those capabilities where you can execute these products once you are recruited into isro so they are going to test a lot mm-hmm. about it so uh, there are two things which yep. i feel these people are going to ask one is the concepts other is a project Mm-hmm. and if you are really okay. good at what you have learned mm-hmm. then probably you will uh, you will get through did they ask something to you about the current missions of isro that are going on because sometimes they do ask that they as do well. ask um, so it yeah. it again uh, when when it comes to interview guys i always say that interview is what you speak mm-hmm. every word mm-hmm. that you utter from your mouth uh, the interviewer is yeah. going to use that word to ask questions from you so there yes. are many people uh, when 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 they are asked this question as why you want to join isro so probably at that mm-hmm. time they might uh, they might be telling some uh, things like uh, i have seen this mission where i i have seen about this i am really excited then probably somebody who's sitting over there he might be curious to know that how much you know about these missions so probably yes. uh, then or are you just fake yes it? yes so that's what they yeah. are going to test you test your depths they are not going to test your mm-hmm. horizon like what is the information that you have no what is the depth mm-hmm. of the knowledge that you have they are going to ask that 
so probably i've seen i've seen many people uh, like with from whom they are they have asked what are the missions what is this team working on what is mm-hmm. other team working on and probably i think those mm-hmm. questions are uh, straight away coming from uh, when they might have asked the student how why you want to join isro and they might have told something mm-hmm. about isro and that's where they mm-hmm. want to test the yeah. knowledge yeah 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 that is very important but unfortunately you had to make a tough decision after that in IC Bangalore yeah. where they were not extending it but let us come to another experience that you have had which is very major it might be a little bit minor for you because you left your preparation for engineering services after your gate examination because you were so certain mm-hmm. that you were going to go in that area only research engineering services is something that is opposite of research yes. you are not going to get research yes. over there but still somewhere close to may when the examination was in june you started to prepare again for the written test the, at that time the objective paper and the written test used to be consecutive three consecutive days yeah. what was the uh, scenario at that time friday saturday sunday friday used to have paper 1 paper 2 and then saturday you have written paper 1 and sunday you have written paper 2 exactly, exactly so it it was something okay. like that only yeah yeah so can you guide those people who are interested in cracking engineering services examination because there are a lot of them okay so uh, guys mm-hmm. uh, one like don't go on my decision to not going to engineering services mm-hmm. exam because that was yes. very personal mm-hmm. decision that was uh, mm-hmm. based on my understanding at that time i had appeared for uh, ese exam because uh, at the time of preparation when i started the preparation i wanted to go for ese but in the meantime when i appeared for gate and the prospects that i saw after the gate so based on that actually i decided not to go for engineering services exam uh, but yeah. engineering services exam is also one of the most uh, respected jobs for engineers you can think of they might not give you yeah. a uh, give you a platform for research but you will have lot of opportunities so since you will be working yes. in many ministries you will have lot of power uh to use uh, that in uh, coming projects or maybe to influence the future projects in engineering so that that's also a very good opportunity uh, you guys have if you want to uh, go for something which is really good then engineering services exam is one of the opportunities that you have uh if you mm-hmm. ask me about the strategies of engineering services exam uh again i would like to emphasize that this is in line with the gate or any other exam the thing is you should be very clear on your concepts if you have very good concepts then you will be able to solve the numericals which are objective type or which are the conventional type so uh, the only thing is you should know the subject well if you know the subject well then probably everything will be easy for you uh, the the exam which is conducted esc maybe it will it is conducted in two phases where uh, one is the pre other is the mains but ultimately what they yes. are testing is uh, your engineering Same. and and yeah. if you are really good at i would it, say yeah. i would say sir that engineering services is the highest level of engineering exam there yes. is it tests properly and thoroughly yeah. the written examination is difficult you are going to write it subjective type and before that you will be tested on that mcq kind of questions as well and after that the interview round, round is also very very important i would say that it is the best kind of qualifying examination in this country which other examinations or other companies might also think of taking in future 
the thing is that it is the highest level of engineering job which does not have the highest level of engineering application there should be like a reverse kind of gate examination should be kind of like engineering services examination engineering services should be like gate because ultimately my friends who are in engineering services and i'm sure that you will be having a lot of friends as well they basically say that it is kind of a managerial here you are going to be given power and responsibility very quickly like 2 to 3 yes, months yes. of you working over there you will find 50 to 100 people working under you you will be in charge like my friends during the covid situation were over there in bihar and they were responsible for turning a lot of these bogies into uh, yes, use for yes, the covid yes, situation yeah. so just after 2 to 3 months of getting into the post they are going to get a lot of responsibility they will have to pass a lot of paper so if you are interested in that the ability to lead a lot of people then it is probably the best place for you yes, in this country yes, right. True. right very true ashish yeah. yeah yeah can you talk a little bit about how to focus on improving your strategy for cracking the written test of engineering services okay the second uh, round Ashish, before uh, moving on to that strategy, probably as you rightly mm. mentioned that uh, it is one of the toughest mm. exam. It tests your skill, uh, but the one thing mm. that it tests best is your persistence, because this exam mm. would be conducted over a lot, uh, lot like more than one year of gap. When uh, maybe in January you appear for pre, then in the June you appear for uh, conventional, and then next February or March you will be appearing for interview. and then you are waiting for mm-hmm. your results so a lot of patience is required in this exam so that is what is uh, like must to clear this exam uh, but mm-hmm. again coming back to uh, the ways to clear this uh, written exam and then uh, maybe uh, the the pre and the uh, conventional uh, those mm-hmm. two are uh, complementary to each other like uh, some someone might be good in objective someone might be good in uh, conventional but those people those who are really good in both are the people those who are really mm-hmm. selected okay yeah, and yeah. people those who are really good in both can only be when they have very good concept when they have very thorough concept okay so guys mm-hmm. i always say that focus more on concept if your concepts are really good whether this is uh, Uh, an objective question or is it it's a conventional question or it's a day to day problem uh, solve problem you will be able to solve mm-hmm. it if you know the concepts and if your concepts are weak mm-hmm. you will always mm-hmm. find questions uh, maybe either in pre or conventional where you will uh, you mm-hmm. you won't even know how to attempt that question and that is going to uh, mm-hmm. let you down uh, you will not be able to score uh, more and even if you are mm-hmm. uh, like if you escape from this when you are sitting for the interview mm-hmm. believe me that those concepts you don't know you will have mm-hmm. always have questions uh, in the interviews mm-hmm. some somehow interviewer okay. they know that you don't know this question and then they will ask you that question yeah so yeah you, because they are having years you know, and years of- yes 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 All right, sir. You have talked sufficiently about how to work towards your written examination of engineering services examination. Let us talk about another very vital part, that is the interview round, which is the final round of engineering services examination, which is also very important. Mainly, it decides the rank. If you performed very well in your written test but still performed poorly in your interview, then you might be thrown behind in rank and you might not get the proper services. Right? So. you that is something that you have faced please explain a little bit about how a person can prepare for that 
Okay, so uh, right, rightly said uh, as uh, uh, when you are saying that it can throw you out uh, of the rank. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let me give you an another perspective that if you score right. really good, it can get you inside the ranks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so even right. if you are not uh, good in rent, uh, not good in return, if your interview is really good, it can fetch you very good ranks. So. Guys, I would like to tell you that uh, in engineering services exam interview, I have scored one sixty four out of two hundred. Uh, so in the interview that I faced, that is the highest mm-hmm. score uh, in any engineering services exam interview in any branch uh, any right. year. That is the highest. I did not know that you are yeah. a record holder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in, in case of interviews, yes, I am. So yes. guys, interviews are very important. They are very essential uh, for clearing the exams. They can fetch you good marks where your ranks can shoot up. Okay, and you have to prepare well for your interviews. Uh, interviews are one of the most neglected parts in case of uh, exams. We prepare well for returns, uh, like around two years, three years. We work very hard, but then for the interviews, we just we don't even know what to do. so mm-hmm. it is it is always recommend that uh, whenever you are going for any interview be it engineering services exam be it any uh, college be it any job uh, where you are seeking the job you have to prepare yourself well and you should know what you are going to speak because most mm-hmm. of the times we have uh, the format uh, in which the interviewers they ask the question they mostly mm-hmm. ask the questions based on your background what they, what you have done so be the best of what you have uh, they are not going to ask the questions uh, which uh, from the fields which you don't know like if you are if you are an engineer probably they will ask only questions from engineering but they will ask questions from practical engineering like in your household when you are sitting let's say your fan stops working what you will do since you are an engineer at least you should have these basic qualities to at least uh, uh, know what has happened wrong so if you are a good engineer then probably you will be able to solve those problems but if you have never thought of solving these problems then probably you are not a good engineer and the people mm-hmm. these interviewers when they are selecting the students they want the best engineers not the people those who know the theory but people mm-hmm. those who really apply this theory because that's what you are going to do when you are recruited into these institutions Let's say yeah, BRC, yeah. DRDO, ISRO. When you are recruited over there, what you are going to do? You are going to apply the engineering over there. And if you are not mm-hmm. applying that engineering in your daily life, then they cannot expect that you will do it. You will start doing it once you get into those institutions. Mm-hmm. They will not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is very important, guys. Uh, start feeling the engineering. Start putting the engineering theory into application. whatever you see everything around you from a to z is everything engineering just you have to think that what engineering is used in this thing once you start mm-hmm. developing this habit you will see that there are many interrelated concepts maybe uh, one electronics engineering is getting clubbed with mechanical engineering and then some thermal engineering was also coming lot of things yes. are there and once you start understanding these concept that is the time mm-hmm. when you actually becomes an engineer and yeah, yeah, if yeah. you are an engineer and if you go for these interviews because these people are looking for inter- engineers so mm-hmm. believe me if if you start thinking it from that perspective you are going to get very good marks in uh, in the interviews but prepare well for the interviews 
know your concept, know your subjects, know about yourself. Whatever you have done, you should be good in it. Okay. If you have done mm-hmm. something and if you don't know anything about that, that means you are not a good uh, learner probably or mm-hmm. certainly not a good engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Sir, that is something that I think you have talked about, which is universal for all the technical interviews. And that is what we actually did for BARC interview and ISRO interview as well. I still remember one of my friends, Sushant Kumar Jha, mm-hmm. uh, who scored All India rank of 15 in Engineering Services 2017. We were having interview of BARC on the same day and we were sitting waiting for our interview turn to come and we just looked at the door behind and okay. we were applying strength of material over there that okay. what are the loads getting applied over there and why is the bolt design like that that is how you have to start thinking everything around you is engineering and when you start thinking like that every interview iit iisc isro bark engineering services all becomes very easy when easy. it comes to the yes. technical part yeah. right sir you have any idea about engineering services examination that are going to be happening next year let us say or this year because there's a huge amount of uncertainty of what is going to happen uh, earlier we saw that indian railways was pulled away irms was going to come and still we have no news you have any idea what is going to happen when it comes to engineering services so uh, like uh, there is no news uh, that's what everyone knows it was scheduled to be uh, decided in december uh, but let's hope uh, the best guys, I am still hopeful that IRMS would be selected through uh, like uh, it will be an exam which will be recruited in the same basis as that of uh, ESC, Engineering mm-hmm. Services exam. Mm-hmm. So I am still hopeful, yeah. but there are always some uncertainties. We say that it could be uh, clubbed with CSE or it could be done uh, with the CSE pattern. Uh, let's okay. hope for the best guys because uh, mm-hmm. we know that... Uh, uh, the people, those who are going to go over there, you need at least engineers over there. You don't need mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't know about engineering and then he's looking after uh, maybe recti- rectifying a railway engine or solving a mm-hmm. problem of anything which is engineering yeah. in nature. You cannot yeah. you cannot expect any art student or a commerce student doing that job. So ultimately, yeah. you need yeah. engineers. And railways is one of the departments where you actually apply the engineering. In engineering mm-hmm. services exam, Railways was one of the departments where you used to get some engineering at least. Okay. Yes. Yes. And if you are going to replace that, you are not going to recruit engineers, then probably uh, that will not be a good sign. But I am uh, Mm -hmm. certain, very hopeful that uh, IRMS would Mm -hmm. come through engineering services exam, like sort of that pattern only. And there are Mm -hmm. going to be a lot of vacancies over uh, there. Might be uh, Mm -hmm. the engineering students, those who are appearing uh, for the exams or those who are preparing now they will have a very good opportunity yeah. yeah in any case you cannot debar the engineers we have already seen so many civil services toppers being engineers, being engineers and yes. if you if you do it by that you are only going to see the numbers turning higher engineers specialized engineers are always going to be required and there are some areas that you have to have them no doubt about that uh, the preparation for any exam that is going to come upsc a lot of my teachers used to say stands the first two letters stands for unpredictable right exactly, exactly. Th- that is the thing you can't really say what is going to happen but let us see but you should continue on preparing for other technical in- exams because ultimately if it is going to be technical examination then your technical subjects are going to be over there and you should be ready when the notification comes exactly. when the notification yeah. comes 
if you start preparing at that time then you will be far behind right yes yes very okay. very true yeah you have to be always ready and today's world it's very agile you have to be ready for mm. everything guys i cannot emphasize enough how seriously you should take each and every word said by vinod sir because he is not only having tremendous experience of working in the industry cracking all the examination he has nothing left to prove but on top of, on top of that he has been teaching for 4 to 5 years and that brings a lot of different perspective that he understands student he understands how the examination are going someone who has cracked examination in 2013 can't possibly relate to someone who is preparing in 2020 but someone who has been teaching and interacting with students for so long can certainly do that and that is Vinod sir I'm extremely thankful that you came over here on this podcast it is kind of a dream come true in 2014 when I watched your interview you are the one who motivated me to follow your dreams and do what you are interested in don't just do things that the world say is better than other just follow your interest and if you are interested in research do that and that's what I have done it was an amazing surprise that I found your message and finally we made it happen thank you for being over here sir um even uh, i am uh, like grateful to you asis as well because uh, maybe through your channel i would be able to interact with many students yeah. uh, many yes. students those who are preparing uh, they might be uh, benefited from this and that is the reason why uh, we we actually mm-hmm. thought of doing this that uh, many students they might not have the knowledge or uh, mm-hmm. as as i felt in 2013 that there were very few interviews available yeah. with the toppers yeah. and then we we cannot think of uh, like what the life would be after doing the gate but certainly yes, yes, yes. Uh, in today's world i think uh, this mm-hmm. this interview is going to get benefited and even i am thankful to you that you have given me an opportunity to interact with a large audience and probably i might be able to uh, like influence some of the students those who might be very low on confidence but at yeah. least they will have some confidence and uh, maybe in future if if they come like like you mentioned that you watched my video so i really felt good yes. it gives a lot of yeah. pleasure when uh, you yeah. hear those word it was really uh, it was really mm-hmm. wonderful uh, to uh, like hear from somebody who said that uh, i saw your mm-hmm. video and then i got motivated so that is the yeah. that is the logic uh, maybe even i feel now that uh, if somehow i can uh, help you in achieving your goal mm. or in clearing your doubts it will be mm. uh, like it will be very uh, i i'll be very happy to do that and in case any one of you have any doubts related to these exams or any personal uh, like you want to know about research maybe you reach mm-hmm. out to us uh, through ashish or uh, maybe uh, directly to me i would really love to help uh, you guys whatever sir whatever contact information you can share with the students let me know i'll put it all down in the description box they can contact however they want to contact uh, the easiest way would be you can put the comment section if sir will be put the comment yes. if sir yeah. will be having time you can reply otherwise i'll put all the contact information that is possible in the description box you can easily contact sir and talk to him and get some solid legit information there are a lot of people in this world because of the online there are a lot of good things there are a lot of bad things the bad thing is that a lot of people who are not equipped with guiding students are guiding students but sir is one of the very few who is accomplished and are is going to do a correct job at it so you seek the information you will get it and sir i'm sure that one podcast even though if it is like one hour two hour long is not sufficient to share all the information and knowledge that you are having in your head 
I hopefully think that we are going to do many more in future. Please be on Spacecast as well, where we can discuss a lot of technical things when it comes to aerospace engineering. There's there we are having a crowd who are enthusiasts when it comes to space technology and rocket science. I'm sure you can share a lot of things over there. I would love to be uh, on that podcast, um, Ashish. Maybe I'll 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 get a lot of like like we always say that the teachers are always the best learners. they always mm, learn yes. and that's what uh, keep mm. them alive so maybe i would learn lot of thing from that as well i would love to be on yeah. that podcast and uh, interact with the people other people all right sir yeah okay sir we are going to end it by everyone momentum is a weekly podcast and it is available on all the audio platforms as well and see you next time Thank bye you. Bye. Thank you Ashish. Bye bye. That's about it guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is only the audio version. The video version of the same podcast will be available on my YouTube channel name Talk4712. That is T O R Q 4712. Other social media information will be available down in the description box. So go through it. Momentum is a weekly podcast and I'm sure that I'm going to see you next week. That's about it. I'll see all of you in the next one. Till then, bye.